Tired of winning the tailgate, but losing the games? We can't help that. But we can tell you what the hell is up with each team and what's going on across sunny San Marcos. Texas State fans, get on your feet. You're listening to Squaring Around with Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel. Welcome to Square Talks. I am the Texas State Sports Press. Andrew Zimmel across the uh, Zoom screen from me is the prince of journalism in the greater San Marcos, San Antonio area. It's Jacob Rodriguez wearing one of the best looking jerseys uh, this side of the Mississippi, the maroon and gold. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. We have this side of the Beijing River, at least for sure. For sure. This is a big one. This is the Puma. This is the grand guy. This is the president of the university. We got Kelly Danfis on. And Jacob, you are somebody who rubs shoulders with uh, giants. You were a uh, friend uh, society. of society. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're, you're essentially the ambassador of journalism for a while for Texas State as the editor in chief of the Star. Uh, Denise Trouss, friend and now a friend of Kelly Danfis. What do we have to expect in this pod? Yeah, I had dinner with all the lizard people, as you all know. Um, I drank the Kool-Aid, met Kelly uh, at the Jeff Foster court dedication. Actually, that was my very first time meeting him. He became president April 21st, 2022, I want to say. So he's had an exact calendar year, basically, to be at Texas State. Um, Obviously, in that time frame he had a coaching change hired gj kinney and that's basically the impetus for this podcast is gj kinney's hiring and kelly's kind of culture shift at texas state we're like well, somebody needs to document this it might as well be us two alums so why not so we for kind of sure. talked to kelly about uh, a bunch of stuff basically life on campus life in academia uh how he got there to texas state in the first place he's got a crazy story uh, i won't even spoil it really I, w- I want him to tell it and he tells it on this podcast Money makes the world go round. Roll the tape. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Square Talks. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, this man on your screen needs no introduction. Uh, I mean, where do I even start? He was a prison guard for three years. He tried out for the NHL. Now he's <laughs> leaving Texas State to multiple national titles. We're on the way. We're joined by Dr. Kelly Dampus, the president of Texas State University. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me, Jacob and Andrew. I'm looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this all morning, all week. I've been looking forward to this all week. What am I talking about? Well, it's the second day of the week, so let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I know it's like Tuesday, right? I'm glad we got you like front loaded in the week. And then, you know, the rest of the week can either go up or down. Yeah, my energy level is going down. So like by Friday, this would be really boring. So see, that's hard to believe because you have been, I, I think, one of the most forward-facing presidents of any university that I've I've come across. It's really interesting. I remember when you came across came from Arkansas State, the number one thing all the Red Wolves fans told me was you got a good one. Like you, oh. you, you got a really good one here. So I, I don't know. I'll start here, Jacob. Like, talk to me about that transition from going in the Sun Belt, now coming to Texas State. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It's kind of like um, I don't want. I don't. I'm not sure exactly how to say. It. It's almost like getting a divorce, but not leaving the house. And so, uh, it you know because uh, those are all my friends there, and uh, and I left. I, I I didn't leave as if it was divorce. That's why it's not a great metaphor because I loved it there. Beth and I loved Arkansas, but uh, she's from Texas. She's from uh, grew up in Bryan. 
uh, we're, we're Texans. My, both our girls were born in College Station. So we were wanting to move back here. And so the opportunity to come back to this university, which is an unbelievable university, was was too big of a temptation not to not to try to do. And uh, and then I got fortunate enough to get the position. And um, but I'm still in the Sun Belt. And so uh, I knew a little bit about, about the university. I knew uh, Don Coriel and I actually had dinner together. Uh, at, at a Sunbelt meeting one time. And so I got to know him before I had even applied for this job. And so, um, so, and I've actually been on campus. I tell the Strutters this a lot. When I was here in 2018, uh, visiting with Arkansas State, at halftime, I was on the field and I was going to walk off and go find some air conditioning somewhere. And I said, who are these young ladies were walking out in the field here? And I said, I got to watch these guys. And the Strutters just blew me away. And then I came back in 2020 and it was COVID, of course. And uh, I look over, and the band are the only students in the in the student section. And they're like, the, you know, the band does their own thing, right? They don't. It doesn't matter what the score is out there. They're having fun no matter what. I look over, and the trombone guys are laying on their back playing. I said, I love this school. What a great place to be. And I thought, <laughs> what a great potential to come to a place like this that's had such great leadership for 20 years of Denise Trout, who I knew really well through the Sun Belt. Uh, to come here. Uh, it's been such a great transition. Uh, everyone does this job differently. I, I am pretty open and accessible. Uh, I like to get out of my office a little bit and interact with students and faculty and staff away from here. Uh, but it's, I, I just love this place. And Beth and I could not be happier than, uh, than the, with the transition. The last year was fantastic. And this year is shaping up to be even better. Well, you look like a rock star with the freshman orientation deal. So let's go there. You get a little inspiration from uh, the Eras Tour. What was going on there? Yeah, I, so funny. the Eras Tour. I wish I could have gone to the Eras. I wish I could have afforded to go to one of those shows. Uh, you know, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan, but it is uh, it it the the excitement was palpable. You know, we have almost eight thousand freshmen this year, and I feel like every one of them was there at that um, at that big event we had, the big Welcome Week event. Uh, speaking of rock stars, Coach Kenny got up there. He took a picture. He looked like a country like a country star, like he was like, you know, stopped in the middle of one of his sets and took a picture with everybody. He looked tired. He looked tired. He <laughs> is tired. He's got to be tired. I don't know how he does what he does. And, um, but that place was rocking. And then, then very next night, went to the football stadium. We had about a little over 3000 students show up for that, for the class picture. But then we actually debuted, uh, Boco debuted that night. We have a new Boco mascot. Uh, and then we also debuted the new light show. And so, People haven't seen the light show yet, but we have a video that we're going to release a, a drone video that was shot that's going to show people what the what the light show is going to look like. It's top notch, unbelievable. I'm really excited about that as well. I can't believe you have boundless energy. You know, like um, I think I, I ran into you at the UTSA baseball game this year, and you know I had talked to you for just a little bit. I turned around and I told my girlfriend, I was like, "Oh, I just talked to to Kelly." She was like, "I did too. What's the big deal?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like she's right. That's the big deal, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll say this: it changes the way that I talk to university presidents, though, because I was at NDSU up here in North Dakota, and the president was walking around, and I do not think that he was expecting somebody to come up and just start talking to him. But I've been, I've been trained by you. I see all these people coming up to you and talking to it, and I'm just like, hey, he's just another guy. Why don't I go talk to him about bison football? He he wasn't a, a fan of mine, I don't think. Uh, but that's fine. <laughs> well, you know, you know, this uh, when I was a student, I don't think I knew that there was a president, you know, and I certainly if I knew there was one, I didn't know who it was. 
And it wasn't until I got into my diploma that I actually saw the person's name on my diploma and maybe shook his hand as I walked across the stage. But I didn't understand how the university worked at all. And part of what I'm trying to do is kind of demystify that, personalize the president's office. And um, that's why I have, you know, I have coffee opportunities for faculty and staff because the same thing happens. You can be a faculty member and never meet the president or be a staff member, never meet anyone in the cabinet. So trying to create those opportunities. And then, you know, I, I never say no to an opportunity for someone. If, if some student group wants me to come and uh, just pop in and say hi to them, I never say no to that just because I wish I would have had that opportunity when I was a student to get to know who was running this place and then be able to ask a question like, why is parking so terrible? You know, well, why is parking terrible. so terrible? It's not terrible. It's great here. You should see it in other places. <laughs> see, okay, so it's not bad here. It's bad everywhere else. It's That's worse. It's worth worse in other places. I mean, what an answer. Yeah. What do, What do you think you would be remembered better for? Like, if you had fixed, quote unquote, fixed parking, right? Is there always something with parking at Texas State, or if you like got Texas State all the way to a bowl game? You know, you were the mechanism behind that. Well, I don't think about much about what I'll be remembered for, uh, except for being remembered for something bad. So like last year, uh, Don Coriel had this kind of crazy idea about me riding the motorcycle out in the first game. He says, and you know how that started? He said, you know what we ought to do? And I was like, what? And he said, why don't you ride the bike out? And then it was like, my goal of that whole episode was not to be remembered for riding the bike out, but not to be remembered for like crashing on the 50 yard line, having the ambulance come out and one leg pointing this way and one the other way and making sports center that way. So, you know, some ways kind of playing defense there. I do think that uh, this university is right on the cusp, not just athletics, but academically uh, in so many ways, uh, providing greater access for students to come to college, be able to afford to go to college, not just attend college, but graduate we're right at the cusp of being a great university. I already think we are great, but our reputation hasn't gotten there yet. And to be honest, reputations are developed lots of different ways. And one of the ways is through football, to be honest, athletics generally, but football in particular. And when your football program hasn't been as successful recently as we want to be, uh, we, we've got to turn that around. I think we got the guy to do that right now. Uh, his energy his recruiting. He just signed three new guys yesterday. I thought he was done. He's never done recruiting. We just brought in three new power five, uh, one Juco and two power five uh, transfers that come in that are, these guys are huge, uh, huge opportunities for us to enhance what we're doing here. I think we're going to surprise some people uh, on the field uh, this year. Uh, I'm excited about where he's taking us. And, uh, and again, that shouldn't be how a university is measured, but that's the way it is in America. The success of your football program drives a lot of this. There are a lot of schools that aren't as good as us, but their football programs are better than us. And because of that, the reputation exceeds ours. Name them. I'm not going to. <laughs> you can. Down the roads, UTSA, I'll say it. <laughs> I think admission rates speak for themselves on that front. Yeah. You know, we we are the number one applied to school in the state of Texas right now. Forty three high schools, forty three thousand high school students in Texas applied to come here. Last year, A and M was number one. This year, we're number one. That says a lot about the university. The reputation of the university is changing among high school students, and that's where that starts. It also starts. We talk about football, but also starts with our alumni as well. We start to celebrate the great things our alumni are doing. Everyone knows. I hope everyone knows that we're the only university in the state of Texas that has. Uh, a, uh, a president of the United States, Lyndon Baines Johnson. But that's old, right? That's 1930s graduate. Then we have George Strait, of course, my favorite 
country singer, uh, George Strait, uh, one of our alumni as well. But we have alumni all over the country, around the world, doing incredible things. We're trying to celebrate. There you go, Andrew. Look, Andrew, all the way up in the North Country. This right? guy gets it. Yeah. Uh, but when our when we can celebrate more and more of what, what our alumni do are doing, that also gets our reputation to shift uh, up a little bit as well. And people say, not just the football program, look at all these alumni, look what they're doing here. They're running big companies, they're venture capitalists, they're CEOs of these huge companies, they're giving back to the university. We've had this beautiful couple that have gone off and been successful. Both of them are our alumni, donating back to the football program, uh, biggest gift we've ever gotten in in athletics uh, recently. And so to see those people, when they give a gift like that, we can actually celebrate what they've become. And it reminds people about the kind of students who have come here, left here, and been empowered by what, what we provide for them, not just through athletics, but through academics as well. What's up, guys? We're taking an ad time break. If you're watching the video podcast, you might have noticed my jersey. I'm not telling you where I got this. Actually, I think I'm legally obligated not to because Zimmel got it from an offshore place. Anyway, that's not the point. If you want something that's a fire fit that'll get you all juiced up for Texas State this year, go to EliteSports.com. There you can support actually athletes that come from Texas State with their own custom brands, their own version of what Texas State is uh, modeled after themselves. You know, they got a bunch of custom looks for you. Uh, head to EliteSports.com. Use code SQUARE at checkout. You help out the show. And teaser, we got a really special project with them coming out. Ooh, I don't know what, I don't want to say when, but I, I will tell you, it'll be really awesome. So looking forward to that. Uh, EliteSports.com, use code SQUARE at checkout. What's been some of your interactions just with some of those alumni reconnecting with, you know, maybe some alums that have kind of steered away from the university now coming back, either just for football or just for your run to R1 stuff, you know, anything that they've seen. Yeah, I I, th I I have I have seen a lot of interest in people and in kind of coming back, as you say. I think that and part of that is I don't think people were necessarily disenchanted with what was happening in the past. But I think sometimes you kind of like lose touch with people. And so uh, we're we're working really hard to regain relationships with folks. And so uh, last year I did a lot and I'll do a lot this year, like just going to Dallas and going to Houston and going to San Antonio and going to Austin. Uh, went to San Francisco, went to Washington, D.C., went to New York and meeting with alumni who are out there. And, you know, we we there was a lot of alumni in, in San Francisco that we didn't know about. We went on LinkedIn and just kind of searched for graduates of of Texas State and Southwest Texas State University and found them all, invited them to reception, uh, spent some time. We're actually there because of the Nevada game. So uh, we don't have a lot of uh, uh, alumni in Reno, but we had a lot in San Francisco. So we flew to San Francisco, did an alumni event there and then drove over to Nevada for the game. And we can kind of double those experiences. Um, you get a chance to engage with people and reignite their passion and to remind them about, you know, their university and what that university did to get them where they are. And then uh, then they start saying, well, how can I help you do more of what was done for me? And I said, well, we got a lot of students here who need scholarships. And so people start thinking about, well, I can provide a scholarship. And so start having those conversations with folks and people who can do more like capital size gifts, like million dollar gifts and so on. There's people at all different levels that can give a little bit. Now I'm preaching to you guys here. Uh, small gifts, large gifts, medium-sized gifts, we'll take them all because what we're trying to do is use those resources to supplement tuition and fees, supplement the state funding that we have. But these uh, private dollars allow us to really, that money can be directed directly to students 
uh, and help them get from here to there. There's three reasons students drop out of school. One is academics. They're, they're, not, they're struggling in the classroom and work really hard with the tutoring program. They also struggle financially, and we've got a lot of good scholarships here, but also getting them engaged is a third thing. And that's why athletics is so important. Try to get people out of their dorm rooms, into the arenas, into the stadiums. And uh, I always tell kids, you got six Saturdays in the fall to make memories that last a lifetime. And that's where those memories start to happen. You go to the, you with your roommate to a football game or go to a basketball game, maybe just going to go hang out in Sewell Park. Those Getting kids engaged with each other outside of their dorm rooms uh, are uh, that's the secret sauce for student engagement, student success. I think it's funny you mentioned that because I was going through my camera roll recently and I was like finding photos from 2016, that first weekend of games and stuff like that, and sending it to some of those people who I lived on my dorm floor and tower with being like, do you remember when we were doing this thing? And it's it's really funny that you mentioned that those are memories that you have forever, man, that that's that's really good. I do like, I, you know, I do like that you slipped in the the plug to get some fundraising. I'm here for it. Jacob and I always joke that when the podcast blows up that, you know, that that's one of the ways that we'll do it. But, you know, I, I, I like it. I like where, you're, where your head's at with this. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of well, elements to give, yeah. too, because, uh, you know, I, I give back from step up to state all the time. The university star wearing it on my chest. Right I now. saw you got this. You got the shirt on there. Always Love the star. Yeah. You know, and, and there are so many ways to give uh, and at so many levels. Step Up for State's a great program. You can literally just give 20 bucks to a program. Uh, our alumni giving rate is very good. You know, what's really also really good is our employee giving rate. So our faculty and staff give at a rate back to this university, unlike I've seen at any other university. So our faculty and staff are super engaged in what we're doing here on the development fundraising side as well. Um, but another thing, you know, money is great and we'll take all we can get. But advocacy is also important. Uh, I, I want all of our alumni to be proud of their university. Uh, I'm proud of them. I want them to be proud of the university. And so if they're sitting in church someday and someone's saying, hey, my son's thinking about going to school somewhere. And they said, hey, you should check out Texas State. Have you ever been on that campus? They got a river running through. It's so beautiful. The faculty are engaged with the students. Uh, the staff uh, are there dedicated to helping the students be successful. It's about to become an R one institution, that place is happening. I, I would love for all of our alumni to advocate for us, even if they don't give financially, if they can give verbally and and positively, that's a great thing as well. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I love this podcast. That's why I'm here. Yeah, man. No, it's like, it's funny because I met uh, Coach Z and the coaching staff at the uh, NJCAA, like the v Division Three JUCO Women's College Tournament. And I remember talking to them being like, hey, I'm out here really repping for Texas State. So you guys, because they're not going to come in North Dakota to look for players. Like, it's just like the resources aren't there. But, you know, I'm out here. I'm out here representing Texas State for them. So, Jacob, yeah. do you represent Texas State in the newsroom in San Antonio? I am the proudest, loudest Bobcats in the newsroom ever. I constantly throw into my show Bobcat propaganda. So any way I can help, I do. You know, it's funny. I was at a visiting a, an alumnus who works up in a construction company up in Dallas, and he took me around his cubicles. And you could see there were some Texas State graduates there, and they had put all their Texas State gear up there. And other schools are up there as well. But it really warmed my heart to see our alumni like putting stuff up in their cubicle to, to show their pride in their university. And I was going to ask that question because I feel like you mentioned that you're reaching out and talking to people. I sometimes think that that's part of it, right? Like sometimes it just needs to have that hand out that people want to feel wanted back from the university. 
you know, um, a, a big part of my job and big part of anyone, any president's job is fundraising and uh, it's friend raising and fundraising. And um, sometimes people will say something like, I couldn't do job. I couldn't go ask people for money. And typically I, I don't ask people for money. What I typically am doing is just sharing what we're doing here and sharing what our needs are. And then people say, well, how can I help you? And I said, well, we're, you know, trying to get some, you know, some scholarship money or we're trying to build a new building. You know, we're trying to build a new indoor practice facility for football. And that's the, the next big project on my, on my heart for athletics. And so, and then they say, well, what, how much does it cost? Well, here's what it kind of costs is, well, let's, let's, how do we get there? And so, uh, and, and, most of that starts with just creating relationships with people and then sharing kind of what your needs are. And then they come forward and say, well, here's what we can do, you know, uh, and and because they get excited about the opportunity to give back to their university. By the way, two of our largest donors at the university's history are not our alumni. They're people who have seen uh, what we're doing here. So the Ingram family and the McCoy family, two of the biggest donors we have went to school somewhere else. Uh, and so, uh, and so it's, that's also inspiring to know there are other people who see what this university is doing and are inspired by what we're doing and inspired by the kinds of students that we engage with, you know, 40, uh, 48% of our freshman class this year are first generation, about half of them are Pell eligible, which means they come from financially back challenging backgrounds. And we are literally in the business of changing people's lives here. And we have, um, friends and alumni across the country that see what we're doing here and want to support that somehow. And so we're excited about that. I know one so, thing, a lot of people are excited to support uh, football really quickly now, because I don't want to keep you here all day. Let's get some football takes off. Yes. Uh, yeah. You've been very public with your support of the team. I think you have them going 13 and 0 this year with the bull win too. 14 and 0 at the end. I think, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, 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 you know, sometimes say what's your, you know, people want you to like, you know, add up the losses and the wins. I go into every game thinking we can win it. I'm already thinking about, you know, how do we celebrate in Waco? Uh, there's, there was a, there actually was like a country star that says after, uh, I, I kept the, the tweet. He said, after Baylor beats up on uh, Texas State, come watch my show. And I think I'm going to go to a show after we beat them. And so say, I'm here, buddy. What's, what's going on? <laughs> so I take that stuff personally and I challenge accepted. Uh, I think I think we're in a position every game that we go into, we have a chance of winning that game. And I think that more and more every time I go to practice and go to watch the scrimmages to see what uh, what coach is doing, what his staff is doing, how hard our student athletes are working. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I uh, but it's not just it's not just football. It's all the other sports as well. Soccer and volleyball. Uh, I went to soccer's two and oh already volleyball just beat UTSA this this week in a scrimmage. Uh, or an exhibition game. And so uh, we're, we got a lot of great things happening here. Two years ago, we won the Bugas Cup, which is the best athletics program in Sunbelt Conference. And we were like in second or third place every year. So we've got a great athletics program, but everyone knows football's got to carry the day, right? And if we're not successful in football, it almost is like we're not successful in all athletics because it covers everything. And because we depend so much on ticket sales from football and revenue from 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 football uh, that drives uh, the other the funding of the other sports. Um, we we have qualified for a bowl game twice, but have never gone to a bowl game. And it's my goal that we're going to go there this year. I told the football team this uh, last year it didn't work out, but I'll tell them this year. Uh, I haven't jumped in the river yet, but when we qualify for the bowl game, 
if if we're at home, we're going to walk from that field, football, pads and everything, and go jump in the river together. If we're on the road, when we get off that plane, I don't care if it's two in the morning, I'm going to go jump in the river. And anyone who wants to come with me can go with me because that is that will be a red letter day for us because going to a bowl game, by the way, going to a bowl game is just going 500. Yeah, that's the that should yeah. be the floor for us, right? Yeah. Six wins is the floor. You know, there are people saying our ceiling is three wins and four wins. I, that's that's completely wrong. Um, and I, I may have egg in my face in the end, but I don't believe that. I believe we're going to go there this year. And so I'm going to get wet sometime this year. I have asked them not to wait till November when it gets really cold. I'd rather do it when it's a little bit warm. And so the quicker, the better. Uh, but I'm excited about where we're going. Uh, I think we got the right guy. And by the way, it's not just offense. Our offense is going to be great, but our defense is going to be great too. And his defense last year was really good. They really get after the quarterback. Uh, we've got some really active uh, ends and and D-line guys that are going to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Some great defensive backs that are going to you know play man coverage, I think. And uh, I, think, I think we've got a recipe for success here. And I can't wait to watch it happen. It's 12 more days. I'm not sure when this will air. But 12 days from today is our first game, and I can't wait for it to get here. It cannot come fast enough. Now, Texas State has the number one overall recruiting class, according to 24-7 Sports, in the Sun Belt. So very interesting to see what they do. Uh, yeah, I, I just saw that this morning, and that's exciting. Uh, it, and, you know, uh, it, it, it those are great, and I'm glad to have it. But it all, what matters is what happens on the field. So we got to – we, we got to win, got to win games. And, you know, losing close games doesn't, doesn't cut it anymore. Uh, we, we gotta, we gotta pull out some wins and I think we will, you know, by the way, we mentioned offensive defense, but having a great, uh, strength, strength coach here works on conditioning. You got to win the last two minutes of every half. And, uh, if you, if you let down your guard, if you're tuck, if you're tuckered out, if you can't keep up with the plays, uh, that causes problems for us. By the way, I was really excited at one of the practices. I was watching the offensive line a lot. And what I love is how fast they move after the play is over because we throw a pass down the field. The offensive line is sprinting down the field to get down and run the next play. And uh, that that shows a lot of conditioning that they're they're ready to go. They weren't like lumbering down there. They weren't, you know, crawling down there. They were sprinting down there to start the next play. So we're going to have an exciting offense. We need people to come out to watch it. So a lot of people say, we need to get the students out to watch the game. Well, we need to get everybody out to watch the game. There's no there's no cheaper form of entertainment on Saturday afternoons than to come watch, or Saturday evenings to come watch a football game with us because we're going to be exciting. We're going to be an exciting team. We're going to win a lot of games. And we need, uh, you know, it's a reciprocal relationship. I know everyone says, you win some games, we'll get some fans there. But having more fans there will help us win some games. And those tickets aren't very expensive either. That's the other thing. I just did a, promotion. I just did a promotion for those uh, cushioned 50-yard line seats, $155 for a season ticket for to sit in those cushioned seats in the shade uh, of, of the game. You can't be – I thought that was like a single-game ticket, uh, $155 for a season ticket in those cushioned seats. That's unbelievable. And then our concessions are cheap, and we got a wide variety of concessions out there. Uh, by the way, when we get the new construction done, we'll actually the 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 whole field will be bowled in because we're going to have a concourse that runs around to the operations center over top. We'll have um, what is currently the cat's garden. Will actually will be elevated above the above the uh, the, the weight room. It's going to be a beautiful stadium next fall. We'll be done by next fall. Most of what you'll see will be next fall, and so I'm excited about that as well. 
now, like I said, I got, I'm raising money now, trying to raise money for a new indoor practice field because that'll be a big deal for us as well. Not not just the football team. All of our sports can use it. Our band can use it. Our strutters can use it. They can get out of the heat a little bit. Uh, so there are a lot of people that use that facility. And so I'm really excited about that opportunity as well. Dude, I feel like I need to run through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go get it. Do you have any eligibility? Oh, yeah, I got four years, baby. Let's do it. Let's get the arm. We got the arm working. We got the arm working. I, I yeah, Coach Trout is, uh, you know, doing prospect camps and stuff now too. So you might see us out there, Kelly. I'm not sure. Yeah. He's looking for an EFIS pitcher. I got him, bro. I love the EFIS pitch. I saw last night uh, someone threw a knuckleball. I hadn't seen a knuckleball being thrown for a long time, but those things are hard to th- hard to catch. It, what's cool now is the technology is so good. You can see the knuckleball in super slow motion where it's not spinning at all but it's like going all over the place and the catcher couldn't even catch it he dropped the ball so yeah that's why catchers hate the uh, knuckleball pitcher i remember phil necro used to pitch uh the catcher would have like a glove that was like this big try to catch it all so hard his the starting catchers are fine with it it's the bullpen guys who have to warm those dudes up who are getting their fingers broken and jammed and stuff like that that are not not big fans of knuckleballers uh, for a radio guy not a tv guy you know i kind of Need my face a little bit more than Andrew does. <laughs> wow. Wow. The disrespect. That's hilarious. Disrespect. Well, well, when we build my statue on campus here in a couple years, uh, President Danfis, we will we'll have to make the face look good. That's all we got to say to Jacob. Well, you know, I recently, I was, I worked at another university that they have a Heisman Park and they made a statue of one of the recent Heisman winners that looks nothing like the guy so hopefully we can do a better job with you than than they did with that one so i'm gonna make that thing look as realistic as possible dr damn we got room for it we'll find room for it for sure sweet well yeah, thank you so- again for joining us uh, great conversation this is not the last time you would join us just the first time um well I'm, I'm happy to chat with you guys anytime thank you guys for for doing what we talked about earlier advocating for university and by the way i know you're not always going to be like saying positive things you you know hold us accountable we're we're holding ourselves accountable i hold myself accountable all the time i told the coaches uh last week i met with them all and i always told them the victories are yours i'll never say we won that game that's you and your staff and your players but the losses are mine every time we fail that's me it's always on me and so you guys hold me accountable uh uh, i'll be holding our team accountable because uh, I know the coaches are doing that with the players and the staff as well. And so uh, we have high expectations. Excellence in all things is our unofficial model model here. And uh, anything short of, of conference championships is short of where we want to be. So that's our goal. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you so much. Time out. We're taking an ad time break. If you've ever gone to a game, if you've ever gone to a sporting event, if you've ever seen football on tv and in some capacity you have seen the brand home field it's the premier brand for uh, college athletics every team's got one not texas state yet but if you use code square at checkout you get 15 percent off your order if you're a first time orderer on home field if you're a home fielder you get 15 percent off your first order on home field and then 10 percent off if you're a returning user so if you're a Longhorn fan, you want to go support the Longhorns and also rep the podcast, use code SQUARE. Same thing for all you Aggies, Baylor Bears, whatever else you are out there. Soon, mm, I'm casting a spell again. Texas State, speak it into existence, right? That's what the future we want. 
<laughs> Use code square out checkout too. That's homefield.com. Use code square. That was uh, Kelly Danfis. Jacob, I'm very happy that our booker was able to uh, secure him. Uh, I will say this about uh, Kelly, that no matter what, you're always going to feel like you want to run through a wall for that guy. And I, I, I like I like the energy between him and GJ. It feels like we have two good captains at the helm. The only, you know, well, he's the tech, the quarterback of Texas State, basically, you know. Yeah. And so to see him like doing all the things that he's doing, Constantly, people will be like, "Hey, Ryan and Kelly, uh, he's doing this, or he's doing, you know, he's he serves on like two different things for the NCAA, the board of directors and the board of governors, and then he's like the head guy for the Sun Belt, basically when they need to go talk to the Sun Belt or the NCAA, you know, big wigs. So there's a lot of big stuff in sports, just in general. Like if we just yeah. had him for that, it would be crazy, you know. So now he's, he's leading the entire institution. He's got a ton of wins. We've talked about making the horseshoe a bowl. We talked about getting an indoor practice facility. So far, both of those things clearly in the win column. Boko, it's a loss. That's an L. And well, uh, we didn't we didn't bring it up, but uh, we'll bring it up here. That it's an L. Um, we also didn't talk about the stadium, like the naming rights for the stadium that they're looking for. So there's not an update on that. But that is also like another one of the things that they're looking after is, ooh, can we make some money off of this, basically? I think that they will be able to. Somebody's got to, right? I'll throw my cents in there, my two cents. You might be yeah, the highest uh, bidder right now. I don't know. I can't imagine. They've got to have like a threshold. They have to have like a threshold number and nobody's hit that like threshold. That barrier number. of entry? Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge stadium and talking about connecting it like on all four sides would be very, very cool. I drove over Ocarina, the bridge that is relatively new in comparison to you and I's tenure in Texas State and most of the audience's te- tenure to Texas State. And it's funny, you drive by it and you see the Texas State like as you're looking out your window and you're like, ah, oh, this is badass. I'm yeah, home. We went to you know? San Marcos, went to go eat with our friend Annie. Yeah. Didn't. Say what's up? Didn't uh, you know? Eh, you were asleep. I know. You were asleep. I'm just saying. I noticed. Okay. So you it made the ledger. You made the ledger. Yeah. I was okay. glad you got to have fun with your friend, but I was like, ah, it would be a lot cooler if I was. You know there. what? We did not go to our place. That should make you happy. It's like when you take an ex girl or a new girlfriend to your ex girlfriend's favorite spot. I did not take it to Herbert's. <laughs> I did not take it to Herbert's. That's that's our spot. That's our special spot, Jacob. Gee, thanks. Yeah. Spend $20 on a plate for both of us. <laughs> Dude, that place was great, man. I, you know, honestly, when she said Craft House, I was like, could have gone to Herbert's. <laughs> you should have gotten some of their uh, salsa to go. I should have got some of their Big Red and tacos to go. That's what I should have done. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't sell Big Red up here. Oh. I know. It's like they it's like Texas, like it's a whole different thing. You got Amazon. I'm not buying big red on Amazon. Barbecue and big you, red, you know? What do you think I am? You you told me that you found good Mexican food somehow in North Dakota. I did. There there are Mexicans who've made their way up to this part of the country. Uh and they make really good food. Now I, they are not as um friendly about some of the stuff, uh the the you know, the jokes that I make with you. They are not as clearly as uh as open to those but i will say my limited amount of understanding spanish uh i did say hey 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 like let's hang up on the gordo 
jokes here, guys. Let's like pump the brakes. And they were like, ah, this guy gets it. So 13 and 0, though. Kelly staying by 14 and 0, actually. Yeah, he's insane. We do have them as being bowl eligible. Six and six. Yeah, I mean, come on. it's fine. Steal some wins. You're good. Defend the yeah. home plate. I think we can do it. Thanks, everybody. This is not the last time Kelly's joining us. Co-host, Kelly Danfus. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. Better not come any closer. Thanks for listening. New episodes out every Thursday. Follow the boys on Twitter. Eat them up. Eat them up. Eat em up.